Oh gosh, that sounds a bit loud, doesn't it? All right, all right, all right. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hello, how are you guys doing? You're listening to an episode of Nims and Everything Under the Sun. I am Nims and today I am feeling very grateful, very prayerful, quite spiritual. I guess it's that Friday buzz. Yeah, like, you know, God is good and all the time God is good. Okay, can't really see me but I'm swiveling here I'm quite happy so this is a reflective and personal podcast where I, sh- where I share thoughts or read essays I've written in an attempt to face myself learn unlearn and relearn things about myself today's message of the day is God is good that is the message of the day God is good um running up my sleeves let's dig into this so today's essay is quite long i wrote it a few days ago but i've just gone over and just made sure the whole thing makes sense um and it's on being a spinster so as always i'm going to read the essay and then i'm just have a little discussion afterwards and we will try and stay within the 20 minute mark but you know me we always go up to about half an hour and we're most likely going to go up to about half an hour today too but hey 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 we can always wish before that I just wanted to say actually because it's been on my mind and I need to put it out and I'm probably going to do a video on this as well but hey ho this podcast has been very freeing for me because I realized since doing this podcast that a lot of the things I do has been for outside or external consumption so um, BGM black girl muslim mentook it's all about like entertaining or giving things to other people and this podcast is solely it's for me although I put it out and I share it's something that I've done for myself and it's about things that I am thinking and thoughts I have on my mind it's something purely for me and so I'm not really interested in the outside consumption but it's a way for me to get things off my chest and it's been so freeing I'm not even going to lie it's just so like yeah say them things like I don't have to prove myself to anyone I don't have to worry about what other people are going to you know think or say or be pc or not offend anybody because it's not for external consumption i'm putting it out for other people because i'm sharing it but it's for myself and i feel like that's so freeing and lifting and it inspired me to do like another project for myself which that's separate and we'll get into that when we get into that but i realized i don't do things for myself which was really why i kind of started my creative journey it was about me figuring out how to express myself and you know and it's taken me to all these different avenues and venues but at some point I stopped expressing myself and started focusing on what I felt like other people wanted to hear or what I felt like was missing from conversations and if you know me I'm not someone that generally cares about what other people are talking about I've always just wanted to focus on things I wanted to focus on but at some point it was about oh black people aren't included this is racism here we need to change this narrative we need to be this we need to be represented we need to you know if no one's gonna fix it i'm gonna fix it and although i'm not mad about that because i feel it's very important for us to be out there and be visually represented heard included all sorts i feel like it's very important to shake tables break windows like knock the whole house down i also feel like it's important for me to take a moment and talk to myself (laughs) so yeah let's go this is nims and being a spinster let's get to reading and i'm going to try and limit my commentary till the very end pray for me so why is it when you share your future goals and expectations people reply with advice suggesting that you will end up old and unwed oh 
living with cats and knitting jumpers out of cat hairs if you don't prioritise marriage? Like, why is the future of any woman with goals and dreams beyond marriage grim, grey, lonely and miserable? Across all cultures, to be honest. I can't even claim this is just a Nigerian thing. Now, before getting into it, I just want to make it very, very clear. I'm not anti-men and I'm not anti-marriage. I'm just trying to have the best of both worlds, including all the hashtag couple goals. I want it all. Even though the bar is pretty much a zebra crossing at the moment, the bar is pretty low. I guess we can start by going into my ideals. Stress on the ideal part. Can't have people with zero comprehension coming to stress me on how I'm being unrealistic. This is my ideal and I'm going to ideate however I want to. Is IJ even a word? It is now. I'm looking for a nice tall man with broad shoulders and a smile brighter than the moon, dark haired, somewhere in the six foot region, strong enough to be up my brothers. I've promised a tag team with my husband and bang them up. Oh, bang up them and their wives. Don't make me into a liar now. Personality wise, magnetic. Same way I'm drawn to my current friends, I need to be drawn to him too. No cardboard, dry paint type dudes. must have a healthy relationship with their father like by force no room for parental emotional trauma here so i can't be teaching you the basics on emotional abuse and manipulation and using myself as your practice run it's actually impossible and finally not mad like from the earth's core to the highest of heavens he cannot be mad too many women marry mad men and i cannot come and do mental comparisons with you all about who has the shorter straw None of all the flaws I'm willing to over... Nope, sorry, not none. Nope. Of all the flaws I'm willing to overlook, madness is not one of them. What is madness, you ask? Kindly search Yoruba demon, F-boys, baby boys, menace, is it even rape if, future, also known as multiple baby mama syndrome, get you a white woman, it's not colorism, it's my preference, four wives gang. Honestly, I could go on. Men that are willing to sacrifice your peace of mind for their desires, they are mad. Pause here because I just clocked that I wrote they there as, you know, there as an over there. And who that needed to get corrected fast, fast. So yeah, men that are willing to sacrifice your peace of mind for their desires, they are mad. A lot of people promote the notion that if he's on Dean, he can't be mad. I'm here to tell you that it's false. If he's sincerely on Dean, like sincerely, sincerely, he can still be mad, but not intentionally mad. In those cases, it's honestly up to you to decide how you want to navigate that one. At least on Dean men, at least on Dean mad men have a playbook and you know what to expect. However, Dean is often used. Sorry, my eyesight's getting really bad. SubhanAllah. May Allah grant me good health and perfect eyesight. However, Dean is often used to manipulate women and deliver unnecessary suffering. How many... No, I really, like, I'm putting the lights on. Sorry, guys, this has been so bad. But my eyesight, or is it just the way the light has changed? Right. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's just... Oh, wow. Any who's these? Any who's these? Where was we? However, Dean is often used to manipulate women and deliver unnecessary suffering. How many times will someone come to rub Sabah and Salah on your head instead of telling the real truth, which is get the hell out of that relationship? Sabah isn't sitting in silence whilst you're tormented. It's getting up, walking out and knowing God has your back in all things, waiting on God to deliver his reward, be it in this life or the next. Sabah isn't stay. Sabah isn't stay. Sabah isn't stay. I can't stress enough just how much Sabah isn't stay because people will tell you to stay through all manners of suffering. 
Yesterday, my brother said marriage is romanticized and divorce is demonized. If that ain't the truth, can I get an amen from the congregation? I can never look at anyone who left a situation that was no longer serving them as a failure or a flop or wrong. It's our nosy ourselves that go looking to find extra information on a person's private situation to now start doing maths and chemistry on how the situation could have been salvaged. Hi, it's none of your business. Bye. So back to me and my thoughts on this journey towards marriage. Honestly, a lot of things about marriage annoy me. As a woman, I can't help but feel like I pull the short straw in life. I personally have a lot to reconcile before I can say I'm looking forward to being married. Of course, I don't detest the notion either. I just struggle to see how beyond the importance placed on it in Islam, women would willingly sign their lives away. Marriage equals another phase of life that you truly have to be ready for. I don't think some women recognise the gravity of the door they're walking through and they just see it as a permanent boyfriend thing. Valentines and anniversaries, roses, chocolates and spooning. I know I used to be one of those girls. We thank God daily. Even though part of me used to overthink and that's why I believe I low-key self-sabotaged that situation a bit. Before it blew up, I definitely lit a couple C4 bombs and threw it into that bonfire that was 2013 to 2015. However, you can't overthink yourself out of marriage. Well, at least I definitely can't anyways. I have a mother ready to push me out and lock the doors behind me if I ever try to dilly-dally. Ooh, child, the external pressures. Right back into it. Oh, sorry. Ugh. See, I type this the way I think, and so when I'm rereading it sometimes, I forgot, I forget, like, the, the, the voice that I was reading it. So it's literally right back into it. I've lost my train of thought, I can't lie, which was true. <laughs> okay. Things I can't reconcile with this marriage thing. One, certain man did three to four years in uni, copped a degree only to be a birthing machine. No hate on your journey, but low-key, low-key, why does your career get derailed by getting married? Two, you lose your individuality. You go from bringing your own being to an adage on some next man's story. It really grinds my gears how women are introduced as XYZ's wife. As a woman, you're a sacrificial lamb being put to slaughter. You ultimately be sacrificing for the rest of your life. I love my mum. I love everything she's done for me. Strongest woman I know. Which is why I'm in no hurry to join the motherhood rat race. It's selfish, but if I'm going to live a lifetime of servitude, even if it's only to become half the woman my mother is, I'm going to take my time and enjoy my free time first. Four, men are trash. That's pretty self-explanatory. But for those new on the wave, society has been built around the needs and views of males, which means if you don't find the right male till t two, till death do us apart with, your life sucks, B. Five, I'm stubborn and anti-authoritarian. Again, self-explanatory, but on a more personal level, marriage involves a lot of maturity that my petty ass just isn't ready to willingly start navigating. I hate the idea of sharing, submitting, running my decisions through another party. Basically, all the responsible parts of a responsible relationship I don't want right now. If I'm being honest, I want the fun and no drama. Adulthood is a scam. Therefore, marriage is too. This adulting thing was thrusted onto me and since landing in this dystopia, I've become more cautious about other huge decisions I come to make in this reckless land. I can barely trust myself to make major decisions regarding my career path. And I have to pick a lifetime man too. Now sis, I'm stressed. I read that so badly. I'm so sorry, let's do that one again, yeah? Rewind. <laughs> I don't even know what the sound VHS cameras used to make when they rewind. It's like, I don't know, man, let me not disturb these lot. Anyways, 
Adulthood is a scam, therefore marriages too. This adulting thing was thrusted onto me and since landing in this dystopia, I've become more cautious about other huge decisions I come to make in this reckless land. Wow, Nimat, there was no comment in that status. I'm just pausing for a really long time. There was really no way to, I don't know, man. Anyways. I've become more cautious about other decisions I come to make in this reckless land. I can barely trust myself to make major decisions regarding my career path. And I have to pick a lifetime man too. Narcissus, I'm stressed. From the outside looking in, people already married don't promote it well. I mean, you all are very vocal about your sufferings. Kinda seems like a misery loves company club to me. I don't know if it's because the culture is very anti-PDA or if it's keep your blessings on the hush because of evil eye, but you hear more gore stories than you do good ones. That's it for now. To wrap up, I feel it's important to say there's nothing wrong with being a spinster or taking your time to sign your life away. Some might call it taking your time to find Mr. Right. I, for one, can hold out on the he made us in pairs and ring emoji statuses a little longer. That cringe aside, I'm not looking for marriage in order to do image, so I'd like to think it's okay for me to be a little thorough in my search, and if your search yields naught, then tawakult and sabr. Although I pray against any and all trials, but if I must be trialed, I pray against any trial that I'm not equipped to, to face. Difficulties, hardship and madness. May we find goodness in store for ourselves in this life and the next. May we continue to be blessed, remain grateful for our blessings and remain steadfast in all our endeavours. May we never lose sight of God and may God remain close to us, consider us as those close to him and shelter us as he sheltered those before us. Amen, amen, amen. May he keep suffering away from me like he kept death away from Eunice when he was swallowed by the oil. God of mercy, God of miracles, God of sustenance, I pray for you to be good to me. Amen, amen, amen. And that is a wrap. I'm just doing some last minute typing. I am so unprofessional, but who cares? Okie dokes, right? Imagine this was one of those audio books. You guys would be so frustrated because I just stop every now and then and be like, uh, breather, uh, because you know what? Even though I reread it before I read it out to you, I still, even though I proofread it, I still find like errors and stuff. And so I can't, I can't be, I can't, what's it called? Like not fix it whilst I'm, whilst I'm talking. So I always like try to slyly type it out quietly, but then obviously I can't multitask. So I'm just silent. And then I'm like, ah, awkward silence. And I don't even know if I'm silent for that long, but it does kind of feel like I've been silent for like five minutes. Cause I'm like, ah, I need to talk. So yeah, it's messy. Especially that sentence that what number six, adulthood is a scam. But let's go over this. Let's discuss, let's discuss, let's discuss. I don't need to reread this now anyway. So we good, we good, we good. Right, so being a spinster, so I did ask people to send me their comments. Oh my god, where's my phone? Now I'm gonna, now you're gonna hear rustling and stuff because I gotta find my phone. Oh, right. So I did ask people to send me their comments and I did get one. I've been avoiding my Instagram actually because like, you know that screen time update if you're on iPhone? Yeah, so I have downtime set from 9 till 6 so I'm not on my phone. Right, so someone sent me. Continuing, continuing off your post, basically, I think marriage isn't the be-all and end-all and it's definitely made out like the end goal, as if once you have that sorted for, for life, once you have that, you're sorted for life, 
first off, you don't just pluck your partner off a freaking tree. And second, if you've tried and gotten nowhere, I can see why people would choose to leave marriage on the sidelines and get on with what's in front of them right now. For me, I'm going to do what I want. If someone comes along, cool. If not, cool. Okay, I don't mean to sound like I can't read. <laughs> But my phone is hella shattered, yo. And so, and if if you've been following me in my phone journey, you know my phone's gonna be smashed. And I've been doing this suffering by force thing where every time I look at my phone, it's like inspiration to work hard and graft rather than fix the problem and just continue to live comfy, comfy in my comfortable world. So that aside, being a spinster. The reason I want to talk about being a spinster actually is because there's a lot of marriage talk going on and there always seems to be marriage and love talk going on wherever you go especially if you're muslim i feel like that's like the topic all muslims want to talk about and it's just so like uh, like it grinds my gears because although marriage is important it really isn't the be all and end all like that sister said it's like we're conditioned to think about marriage till we're married and then what what happens on the other side i say this constantly no one who has been married has portrayed marriage to me not that it's something that they're going to do like let's advertise or market marriage to them at like who gets up in the morning and thinks that's what they're going to do for the day but no one on the other side has marketed it to me just by living their life and existing in a way that i thought oh i'm definitely missing out man i need to hurry up and get and i know that there's other people that most definitely that's their experience once your friends get married and you're the only one that married it's like oh everything marriage like you start to feel like boy i need to hurry up and do it so i do know that that's an experience of other people where marriage is constantly getting marketed to them but to me i look at people and i don't know if it's because i'm like just very nah but I look at it and I'm just thinking, yeah, that sounds all nice, but I, I just, I, I don't see why this is something that I'm in a hurry to get to. Like, it's not nice enough for me to be like, yo, it's not an ASOS save list. Like, it's just not. Let's be honest. Like, my ASOS save list, that's the top of my priorities. Like, anytime a bill come in, anytime I get some sort of payment or invoice comes through, I'm looking through that save list like, ooh. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, marriage just isn't my ASOS save list at the moment. That's just facts. And no one's been able to make it that. And I feel like... This is my own personal, personal, personal thing. And when I kind of express that, people kind of have this, you don't really care, you're not looking. And I feel like it stunts my whole marriage search because it's like, oh, she's not really that interested right now. Let's look, let's like, let's have the people more desperate at the forefront. So I feel like there's, that's, there's one negative aspect to it. But at the same time, people then kind of go, oh, um, she's, her expectations must be too high or she's searching. Like there's this kind of belief that if you, say that you want something or a particular thing and you stick by it and you don't compromise people are like they feel as though like you're a lost cause in a way like aunties would just be like oh, you know sometimes you have to you, you have to compromise small you have to, and i'm just like i haven't even asked for anything i've just said that he can't be mad and i've said that i've asked for maybe like is his dad actively involved in his life i've looked at their parent situation before because I just don't know, like, I just feel like my values and the values I have, I have to make sure the person you're bringing to me has similar values of sorts. And when people, people seem to think that they can just suggest anyone to you, and because you're a female, you have to be accepting of that person. And I had this discussion with my mum where someone was suggesting someone to my mum, and my mum was like, shh, sh like, show me this person, or, like, my daughter's not going to just accept anyone. And my mum knows that if you, if you start sending me rubbish people one, two, three times, your fourth time, I'm not even paying attention to you. So my parents are very like, I don't accept nonsense. And they are the, how can I explain? Like, you have to go through my parents because I'm very, I'm trying to find the word, but the words, the vocabulary is escaping me. But I just feel like 
I'm not here to waste my time. And once you start wasting my time, I'm going to shut down and switch off. And so my parents, are, because they know that about me, they would rather just make sure the only people that they kind of approve or based on the way they think of me will get sent to me. And oh, there was a situation where my dad sent someone to me and the way he approached me, the way that person approached me, I went back to my dad and I was like, did you verify this person before you sent this person to me? And my dad was like, yeah, he did. But maybe the way he spoke with me and the way he's speaking with you is not working. I was like, yeah, like the way he's speaking with me is not running. So I'm not continuing this conversation. And my mom was like, you're so rude. And I was like, how am I being rude? This person's come to me on a two line tip, like literally two sentences. And I don't know why. And it's supposed to be because he's got this job, because he's got that job, because he's close friends with my dad and my dad's friends. And, you know, like we've watched him. I was just like, you don't approach someone on a two line. Like, come on, man, come on, manners. That's just how I felt. And I felt like he came off disrespectful. And so everyone was like, but you've not even given him a chance. You're being picky. I was thinking... How can come on, literally, like, how can you come on a disrespectful tip and just... He, I don't think he intended to be disrespectful, but it landed off very, very disrespectfully. Like, the way... I don't know what kind of game he was trying to run, but the way it was received, the ball he dashed, and the way I received it was like a smack in the face. I was just like, you can't talk to me like this. I don't know you from nowhere. You need to come and talk to me properly. I'm not a toy. Like, don't talk to me like this, please. And I was very clear with it. I told my dad straight, I was like, nope, I don't like the way. And I sent a screenshot of what he said and I sent it to my dad. I was like, I don't like the way he's spoken to me. Like, Obviously, he's not saying anything rude. It's just, I don't like this. Like, you can't, I don't want to give information, but I'm trying to be like, yo, you can't, you can't come on a 180 character tip. Like, you can't come like, this is Twitter and just be like, yeah, so let's meet up. And I'm like, fam, why? You've not given me no information. You don't tell me nothing about yourself. And you're like, I want to get to know you. Let's meet. Why? Why? Just because you've come co-signed from my parents does not mean I have given you co-sign that you're now like less madness. Absolute madness. And I just thought, maybe you can do this with other people, but not me. This is just, like, you've not even got to know what I'm like or what you... There was no conversation. No conversation whatsoever. Ugh, I'm going mad thinking about it. Like, I'm not actually mad, but yeah. So, my thing, people... Sorry, the original toy I was talking about was the fact that people would approach my mum and my mum will be like, I'm not sending this to my daughter until you give me extra information because my mum knows if you come to me with zero information off the basis of I know you, I know him, I think you guys are going to go, I'm going to look at you like you're mad because just because you think you know me, you don't know, I don't even have your number saved in my phone, auntie. What do you think you're doing? No. So then people get a bit like iffy with my mum because it looks like my mum is blocking all my options but my mum just knows my daughter's not going to give you chances if you don't come with any information if you're coming with off the back of i've met your daughter a few times and she's a nice girl that's and you think that's enough for you to for me to meet your precious son or whatever that on its own no matter how you know golden the bright brush you paint me with that on its own is a sound of madness to me because it's like you don't know me you're not willing to know me this is just surface information and you're now purring me up with someone which means whatever view you have of that person as well is probably surface like I actually don't care and I'm not going to waste my time and so my mum's got into like little tiffs with other people and stuff because legit people will be like let's give them Nimat's number and I have to like Oh, if we're gonna get into it, let's get into it. Fam, I said from date, don't give out my number. My mum gave out my number one time to family, actual family, and she gave out my personal line to family. And I literally was like, don't ever do that again, please. Because since then, all I've ever received is WhatsApp BCs. What, you know them videos that you need to open? And I'm like, this is why I don't give personal line to family. There's a phone for people that 
you go through and if you like my business phone or whatever everyone has that number and that's where you contact me if you're going to be doing sending me bcs and stuff contact but don't contact me on my personal line so yeah my mum and one aunt got into a tiff. I'm telling you like, all stories from like all different angles. So guys, I'm just getting things off my chest. But my mum and aunt got into a tiff because... Or my mum and aunt, an auntie, another auntie, they got into a little tiff because that auntie wanted to give some next man my number. And my mum was like, no, you actually can't do that. And funny story that my mum doesn't know. My uncle then calls me and tells me the full story. And he's like, this is what's happening on this side. What do you think? And I'm like, yeah, like... First of all, what's happening, the fact that you lot are getting into a tiff and you're doing all of this when neither of you have even spoken to me about this person. You've not even sent me any of this person's information. You two are legit, like, getting upset at each other over something that's worthless. Like, don't do that. And then secondly, don't give out my number. I agree. Don't give out my number. Give out an email. But before you need to give any information, like, how are you giving my personal information out without my consent and then when you say that like, like, people are like you don't want to get married like oh you can't be picky you can't be choosy you can't be shutting down all these attempts what do you mean i feel like my whole experience in this thing has just been so messy and it's not anyone's fault because anyone everyone has genuinely good intentions for me and i can't necessarily rant to them because it's like i'm being disrespectful or i'm being ungrateful for all the work they're doing like my mom came the other day she was like oh there was this pakistani doctor you know just before i came we was talking but then and i'm thinking to myself what like sis you didn't send me any of this information but you've deemed he's not good enough and then you're like you know there was this and i'm thinking you know what yeah let's just like the way my my life is set up right now i just actually believe that allah is in full control like whoever's meant to find me will find me through this murky maze that my whole family has put because different people are on searches different uncles and aunties in different parts of the world are legit searching not one person has come to talk to me it's when they find someone that they like they now bring that person to me and i always i'm always just like you can't keep on doing this but no adult seems to get it and I can't be like, stop, because then they'll legit full stop. They'll be like, that name, you can't even find for her, you know, she's too... I don't think, kid, sis, you really brought people that you like my way without thinking about who I am. You can't bring me someone with a full... Like, the way my profession is, or my career choices and my career path, if you bring someone who's like, I don't know, a doctor working in A&E, like, it sounds nice on paper, but in reality, that rela this relationship is not going to work because both of us are on two different timings. Like, it might just be messy, and it might work if the feelings are there and everything else is there. Like, so I'm not going to say it's not going to work, but I feel like people don't consider me, and they don't consider what I'm after, and then they turn around and say that I need to compromise. But how can I compromise when you've not even considered a single thing? So there's not even anything, to, it's just straight, just throw out your standards or throw out your ideals and that's my experience so far and when I take it into my hands and I'm looking I'm just surrounded by f-boys like like not that the people I know but I just feel like when I'm looking it's social media it's you know meeting people here and there there's no real I have no means of getting to know people properly because of the way things are I guess in the community so you meet people and then like you might just be like, oh, that person's kind of cute. Let's, let's give an example. I might be like, oh, that person's kind of cute, whatever. And then you naturally maybe exchange Insta because I don't actually give my number out. I think I've made that really clear. I don't give my number out. So you might actually just exchange Instagrams or something. Or you might actually just come across their Instagram profile. Because even if I find your Instagram profile, I'm not adding you. I'll just pre. And so you might just pre. And then next minute you formulate this idea of this person. And 
all the interest that you had before is kind of lost because you're like you fully just like why do you keep posing at this angle fam you know all your angles are uncomfortable and then unfortunately sometimes with other people you might see the things that they're liking and you're like oh all you do is like booty pics red flag but you're out here quoting dean mad not me though so internet dating is a bit different and then you have brothers and all your brothers are just like moist or not they're not moist some of them are mugs or some of them like they all have different characters and different personalities and you're just looking at your brothers and you're just thinking can i even trust what you would bring home and then your brothers are just kind of like just live your own life da -da -da -da, and they're not even interested and so you have friends like the whole thing the whole navigation thing is so messy and then so tiring and then people wonder why you're out here saying i'm just trying to enjoy my life because if i genuinely say i'm going to sit here now and be doing Go into mixer, go into dating, like go into this one, go into what life will I have to live? And the next minute I've signed my life away and I'm living for someone else. Nah. I'm just trying to enjoy my life and I'm just very prayerful and I trust in God enough to know that whatever's meant to land my way will land my way and whatever that's supposed to be that's supposed to be even if it's a situation that doesn't end happily or if it's a situation that ends you know we both die together at the same time we breathe in our last air together and it's the most perfect relationship. It's what's God's meant for me and I cannot I stretch this enough i cannot come and kill myself i just can't and i cannot come and pretend that marriage is my forefront either because you know truth be told it's not guys it's just really not my priority right now yeah is six zeros in the account i'm not even going to lie to you like i'm just trying to stack and it's not even stacks that I can be like balling and you know, you know, driving my Bentley and all sorts. That's not even what I'm trying to stack because my goal in this life is to open an orphanage. So I'm trying to stack, inshallah, may Allah never take that like um, end goal away from me. Like I'm trying to stack in a career that I passionately enjoy and I can do till my very last days because some other careers you have to be retiring by 70 something or is it 60? What's the retirement age? God knows, yeah. I want to stack, I want to open up my orphanage wherever I open up my orphanage. I don't even want it to be like an orphanage, it's just going to be a home. I want to open up my home, I want to invite all these kids to come and live with my home. I want a system where when you, um, like alumnus, so when you graduate out or phase out or whatever, you can either contribute back like a standing order to the home to the home's bills and stuff like that so you know how like your kids send back money home and start paying rent and stuff and start contributing towards the house because that's kind of i want to build a family but a family that has no barriers like no it's not linked just by blood that's literally why i don't want to call it an orphanage but that's my goal like i want something that's just continuous and it's something that just keeps on running like, the ki older kids look after the younger kids. The older kids that are married contribute small. Well, you don't have to, but I just... That's end goal right there. And I want to be so stacked that even if it doesn't happen that way, there's enough money put aside to run that foundation for a good 10, 20, 30 years after I'm gone or something like that. Like, I just... My goal in this life has always been orphans, adopting kids. I hate seeing children suffer. So I'm just trying to be stacked. And obviously, also, the ASOS save list. I'm trying to be stacked and I'm trying to be look good. I'm trying to look good whilst being stacked. Like, that's just it. And, you know, I have a lot of dreams. And sometimes with this marriage talk, it's like people are telling you to put your dreams on the back burner. No one ever comes with a plan about how you're going to be able to do both. And a lot of people are like, sometimes you find the right guy and he'll facilitate it and he'll do this. I, boo, I don't see nobody... I don't see no, but then again, this is me from the outside looking in. I don't see nobody who has found someone that's facilitating their dream on some, 
I'm gonna be on the back burner. I'm gonna be a house husband, and you go out and do what. Like I don't see that, and sometimes I just feel like I don't know. Like it's a big statement. I, I can't tell about other people's what's going on in other people's households, but I just can't shake the fact that I feel like a lot of sisters and a lot of people that I know have sacrificed quite a bit, and selfish me is just not ready to sacrifice as much as they have or as much as i've perceived them to sacrifice because they can you can sacrifice and still be absolute joy you know still be absolutely happy and grateful and content so there's that so this isn't even me trying to be all naive and be like you're not all miserable no man i'm sure you lot are blessed and favored and very happy and content it's just i i don't want to i don't want to be there yet i don't want to be that content yet like i that's just not me yet so that's just me rambling on about me, myself, my thoughts, and just getting things off my chest. It is what it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe we all find contentment. Maybe we all find happiness. Maybe we all find, you know, our, our our thing, our passion. Because this life isn't for suffering. As much as this life is a test and it's a trial and it's for getting into Jannah, right? Getting into Jannah is not you must suffer and be a pauper. Like, for real, for real, from my understanding, may Allah forgive me if I'm wrong getting into jannah there's nowhere that says you must suffer and bleed and cry until you get into jannah like there are things that you can do just your existence the way you live your life can be a means of getting into jannah and it could just be a very basic thing where you're kind to your neighbors you smile at old people you smile at you know other people you feed ducks you do all sorts like you're just living a wholesome life and that will land you don't have like that's another side topic side topic though but yeah goals goals end of marriage being a spinster ain't that bad i ain't trying to be a spinster i'm just saying i ain't trying to be alone and miserable but yo janet jackson found love janet jackson's got a child now and she's how old like 20s your 20s doesn't have to be when you get married even though it'll be nice because i don't like saying things um like, I, I feel like you speak things into existence in it. so i don't like saying things that's going to box me into any particular box i want to have whatever experience I get to have and whatever's written for me is what I want to experience and anything that's written for me that's of bad I want God to like send it away and anything that's of God to keep it constant obviously but I like speaking abstractly not about me there's nothing that's set in stone that this particular age is when you have to do this and by then da, 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 da. biologically aside even right what's it called my aunt, in fact, my aunt and my mum got married on the same day. My mum had kids almost immediately, whatnot. My aunt didn't have kids for 10 years. Biology aside, if it's not written for you, it's not written for you. Certain people get married at 30, 40, have kids straight away. You cannot hold yourself, even with biology, to these standards like this. You Before you're 30, you have to do this, you have to. You can only live your life with the be in the best manner in which you can live your life and leave the rest up to God. That's what sabr is. That's what tawakkal to Allah is. That's what trusting in God is. That's what patience is. That's that's just what I feel it is. And it's not holding yourself to external pressures and external standards. So when you're seeing me going, men are trash and don't let this man take you for idiot, it's not because I'm anti-men or I'm anti-men. It's because I'm pro self-love, self-care, self-assurance, self-confidence. I'm pro getting people on that path where they're focused on self-growth and betterment and progress. That's what I am about. And if I'm telling you, stop focusing on this hypothetical, stop focusing on the what-ifs and stop focusing on all this. There's a sister here, Sister Lola, I'll shout her out. I love the way she lives her life. It's so wholesome. It's so, you know, like, she takes care of her insides and her outsides and she's so grounded. And I just feel like, yo, 
I, I think it's very important to have people around you that promotes looking, taking care of yourself and not becoming someone else's adage or attachment or whatever that is. And this is getting longer than it needs to get. So I'm finna sign out. Bye guys, Save Curb. Background music. <laughs> I want some hype. I, I need to go because I need to talk off. See you.